Welcome back to the show that is not exactly certain when WrestleMania is. It's Pro Grapplers. Introducing first. I am getting the night off because I approached the boss in the cameras don't come back here area of the set. I am amazing Jason Sigler and my opponent. He is now on 205 Live and yes, that's the good show now. He is Steve the Shin Kicker Shinny. It's, it's, it's April 8th. I looked it up. WrestleMania is April 8th. Yes. I'm ready. I, okay. I know what's going on. You're, re- you're ready, but I'm not sure all the shows are ready. <laughs> Some of them act like maybe we've still got another couple months until this thing comes around. Or it might be next week. Who could tell? It's, it's, it's somewhat confusing if you watch all the shows. So, But we know. We know it's coming up. We know it's looming in the background. We know that sign is getting ever closer. I still swear that they bring that sign closer to the ring every week until it's like right on top of the ring. Of course it is. It's the WrestleMania sign. That's how it gets you. It slowly stalks around the ring for two months, and then it comes out and grabs its superstar and eats it as a sacrifice. That would make it way more interesting and way more worth pointing at for weeks at a time. But I, I see you up there. You ain't getting me, sign. Yeah. I like, I like, it's like a, a Five Nights at Freddy's. You have to keep pointing at it, otherwise, yeah, it sneaks up on you and eats you. So mm-hmm. you have to you, you keep turning around. That's why Asuka, it, she's learned. She hasn't. She's only been there for like a year, but she knows. You turn around and point at it, otherwise, it gets you. And that's why she, when she goes to the ring, she's always like go, looking every direction as she dances around. Right. You never know where that yeah, sign's going to come from. It looks just like a super fun, just cool, breezy dance that she's doing. But no, no, she's doing reconnaissance. <laughs> Even the sign is not ready for Asuka. I'm going to hit that sign with her butt. Well, none of WWE was ready for Asuka this week either because she showed up on every single thing we're going to talk about. <laughs> and the, the first thing we're going to talk about is Fastlane. So that has now come and gone. We are officially on the road to WrestleMania. We're out of the Fastlane. And I saw a kind of by-the-books pay-per-view for the most part and some, some decent surprises, but by and large, uh, not a whole lot to talk about here, I didn't think. Um, I do want to mention the uh, kickoff match just because it did feature Mo- Mojo Raleigh, which I'm sure you didn't see any of, and you didn't get to see one of your favorite guys that hasn't been talked about in a while. So uh, Dillinger and Brizongo teamed up to take on Raleigh, Gable, and Benjamin. And the only thing I want to note is the after-match interview that they did with Mojo Raleigh, because they-, they lost. Dillinger Brizongo won. And he's walking out to his car, like with his, he's got his clothes back on. He's walking out to his car with his suitcase. You know, the uh, Dasha or whatever her name is catches up with him and is just like, "So, what do you think about your match?" There, he's like, "What do you think? I ta- what do you think I think? I'm tired of losing. I'm tired of everybody saying I can't can't wrestle. You know what? I want to fight. I just want to fight somebody." And he just storms off. And he's walking to his car, and she's like, eh, "Fast Lane is still going on. Where are you going?" He <laughs> shouts. He shouts from a distance. My match is over. <laughs> it's it's like two minutes. It's it, probably on YouTube. I think if you if you have a chance, I would look that up because I think it's a fun little character moment yeah, that uh, you you're just not gonna see on on Fastlane proper or even on SmackDown. Like they're just clearly not gonna give him time right now. So yeah, you need to find those moments where you can. That's interesting that he said he he, he just wants to fight. I know they're trying to blur the line a little bit between wrestling and fighting. Maybe that means he's going to get a 
push not even maybe put a program against some MMA star coming in. I would actually see it being because they teased it for a while and then they kind of just completely forgot about Mojo. I could see him fighting Gronk because they love their celebrity guests and they could bring in Gronk for a quick little WrestleMania thing and have the two of them just have a grudge match. (laughs) Did you see Jinder Mahal's post a Super Bowl tweet to Gronk? Maybe. What was it? It was you. It showed Gronk being all sad after losing the Super Bowl and had like Jinder Mahal superimposed in on one side smiling at him and says you shouldn't have hindered oh yeah yeah i did see that it was great anyway uh yeah i i I, that that would be interesting i I keep hearing that there's going to be more mma stars coming in from the men's side they've uh they have the four women that have come in i could keep hearing rumors that some guys are gonna follow similar suits so i could see mojo raleigh i mean because he looks like he could mma fight i don't know if he could or not i don't know what kind of his training he's had but he's a big stocky dude yeah, I mean, his, his background is in football with Gronk, I believe. I think they played together, so... Um, yeah, uh, just find a spot for him. He's a, he's a fun dude. He's a yeah. good guy to have on the show. He he adds a lot to it, so... Find find spot for Gronk. Or f- for Mojo, sorry. Yeah. And well, for Gronk, too. For I, both of them. I, I, bonk the Gronk. I don't, I don't care as much about him, but I, I do like Mojo Raleigh, so... <laughs> All right, moving quickly along, because we got to get through this fast lane. Uh, Rusev Nakamura... Rusev, of course, comes out on on the bottom because he had to, but the the fans want to cheer Rusev so much that this entire match was confusing because everybody <laughs> was treating Rusev like a like a face, even though we know we're supposed to be cheering for Nakamura and he is the face and he he tried to wrestle a heel style for most of it, but just the fans aren't having it. Yeah, and it's just it's so frustrating when. They go against what the fans want just because this is what we're doing, so you need to get in line and cheer about it. And I, it honestly, I honestly think that that's why they've taken him off TV a lot is because that's not going the way they want it to, and they need the WrestleMania stuff to build up correctly. So we're just not going to have him wrestle in front of you because you're not doing what we need you to do. They they could they could have it both ways though. Like we could still cheer for Rusev. You just got to put him in a different program. Don't stop putting him against the big faces that you want to get over as faces. Cause yeah, it puts us in an awkward situation where like, like the both these guys chant isn't really a thing in WWE. And cause that's the way everyone's just kind of, Nope, I'm going to cheer for one of these guys, but which one? So find somebody else and have Rusev face fight him or turn someone heel. I still don't know if Nakamura is face or heel. They could with him going up against styles in a couple weeks, they could heal him up a little. I haven't seen a whole lot of his uh, New Japan and other stuff, but apparently he did work like a very ambiguous gimmick and was like he would he was basically kind of like a he's he's mischievous. He just he would just cause chaos wherever he went and he he loved doing it. So I think uh, what he did on SmackDown after uh, Fastlane where he you know watched Styles match and then helped him out but didn't help him out immediately like let him get beat down a little bit before he helped uh, I think is where he's kind of going and I think uh, that adds at least a layer to their WrestleMania match that's not just these two awesome faces that you have wanted to see wrestle forever are going to wrestle don't you love it so I yeah I'm 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 encouraged by where they're going with that at least adding something more interesting than just these two amazing wrestlers are going to fight finally. Mm-hmm. So Orton and uh, Rude had their match. Orton comes out on top because he needs to be uh, the third or whatever Grand Slam champion they've ever had. He's like the seventh, I think. Because uh, I think Reigns was just made the 
sixth, I think they said. No, because I don't think Reigns has held the Intercontinental Championship. He just held it. He... I, well, that's news to me because he never shows any championships yeah, that but he has remember, unless they're the remember big the, one. when the Miz went to film stuff two months ago oh yeah he did win it and that yeah. that was his Grand Slam championship thing okay. I remember this, and he so. becomes only the sixth man in history or something okay. like that my numbers may be off we need a stat guy on this show so I didn't really care about this match I honestly was done with it like ten minutes in and it went much much longer than it needed to again the only uh highlight for me was when Randy Orton was on talking smack afterwards and he just talked about how much fun it was seeing John Cena cry (laughs) (laughs) he's like last time you guys did one of these John Cena was on because it was after Elimination Chamber I think and he's like and you made him cry so I, I, I really appreciate that thank you in the years I've been wrestling I wanted to see John Cena sob and you did it so thank you <laughs> it's like, it's like the, the US Championship is a foregone conclusion like yeah he has it but you know we'll have probably already forgotten he has it and yeah I, I am not excited at all about his and Rude and Mahal's match that I'm sure is coming for Wrestlemania outside of a Rude heel turn yeah, I, it, that needs to happen. Uh, he, it's been an interesting experiment. See him has a face, but we know how well he works heel. Let's make it happen. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. That, uh, yet another multi-man match that I'm sure is coming uh, for WrestleMania. Right now, it's Rude and Orton because Rude has said that's my rematch. I'm getting it at WrestleMania, but I'm sure Mahal will be folded into it. Maybe even another man. Who knows? So add more men. Add more men. Uh, hashtag uh, hashtag uh, so the the easily the biggest disappointment for me on the show was the tag team match because it's it was uh interrupted by the bludgies and their little hammers and i didn't i didn't like that they that it got interrupted i i knew there was going to be some kind of weird finish that would lead us to another match at wrestlemania that's exactly what we're getting. I do like that they are finally interacting with named wrestlers, and it looks good. Like, they, they did a good beatdown, or at least the other guys did a good job selling it. And uh, especially Xavier Woods with that uh, powerbomb on the stairs, doing the uh, Devon Dudley sell of, maybe I'm having a seizure now. <laughs> yeah, that looked pretty brutal. Yeah, so I, I am encouraged by that. Uh, they also followed that through on SmackDown with, having everybody's injured except for Biggie and Jimmy Uso apparently so they took on the bludgies by themselves and you know it's kind of just a, a non-finish on that match but that, that's clearly what they're building towards for that again wouldn't surprise me if they threw another team in there or two so add more teams add more teams add more teams might as well and uh, uh, be- Charlotte Riot. Before you continue, yep. uh, uh, just so no yep. one calls this out, 18 wrestlers have been WWE Grand Slam winners. So we were way off. Okay. Maybe maybe it's of the modern era they were talking about then. I don't know. Because uh, somebody said that there's only been like three. And I, that's what I, I swear the they Miz. said. But um, looking at the, even with this one, like the, the newer, the current format, there's been 10. So. Okay. Well. We'll we'll get to WWE screwing with their history in a little bit because there's a there's a big yeah, uh, story there. Oh yeah 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 for sure. We'll get to that. So uh, Charlotte and Riot again. I nonplussed by this match. Not really excited by anything besides 
it looks to me like when Charlotte does her moonsault, it's far more on the opponent to make it look good. Like, she's clearly going to do a moonsault where she lands on her feet. You have to make it look like she hit you somehow. <laughs> okay, yeah. Like, yeah. it's athletic as hell. Like, it's awesome. It's impressive. But in terms of a wrestling move that's going to hurt you, it's like when the guys do the suicide dive and go so far they, like, go over the person and the guy has to act like it hit them somehow. That's I just I feel bad for the person having to take the move. So, uh, Riot loses, no surprise. Charlotte stands tall, and here we go. Here's Oscar, and the crowd finally pops for the first time of the night. <laughs> like this crowd was asleep. It was until the first Asuka's time Oscar was hit. there. Of course, it's the first. Well, time. yeah, it's, only trust me. I, you, you don't have to convince me. Oscar comes out. Yeah, you get on your feet. So uh, oh, she comes out, and she what? Uh, I I said APA. For always pop for Oscar, and then, or actually I said anyway. Then I said OPA because you said only pop for Oscar. Not important. Ah. Please, please keep going. <laughs> you mentioned the APA, so I was like, wait, what? Huh? <laughs> I missed this. Segment. Always stop for the APA. Yeah. Does it stand for Acolytes Protection Agency? Does it stand for Always Pounding Ass? Who could tell? <laughs> Who can tell? It depends on the era you're in. Right now, probably the first one. Uh, so Oscar gets it. She points at the sign. She waits for her music to hit again. She dances a little bit, and then she leaves. Like, that's all she needs to do. Yeah. She's Asuka. And Charlotte. I, there is an amazing photograph that they got of Charlotte standing with the belt, like, victorious. The blue lights are over her because Asuka's about to come out, but it's that, like, pre Asuka coming out thing they do now where the, the, the mask flashes up on the screen, but there's no music yet. So people know to get pumped for it. And so it's that. And so she hasn't come out yet, but Charlotte's like bathed in this blue light and Oscar's face, the, the big like mask is emblazoned behind her. It's, it's, they get a lot of their presentation, right? And this photograph is a uh, proof of that. It's, it is beautiful. They did one more thing later on in the night, which I'll come back to in just a moment. But, um, that one was a thing of beauty. Yeah. That sounds so awesome. this, so the six pack challenge hits, and we get four different stories going at the same time. And for a large part of it, AJ Styles gets to uh, rest on the back after, uh, uh, was it Cena that put him, uh, AA'd him through the table? I think it was. Uh, yeah, if it was an AA, it would have been Cena. So, um, Well, I'm pretty sure it was an AA. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. He, he set him up, and I, I couldn't remember if he actually nailed him or if somebody else did it. But, yeah. So, um. So we're without Styles for a large bit of the match. I mean, he still, you know, did an awesome job when he was in there. But we get, you know, Cena comes in and hits instant AAs on everybody. I loved that because mm -hmm. it just set up for, this is the guy you should hate in this match. And everyone did. It worked. Yes. Their, their ghosts come back to haunt him very quickly and they all kick his butt for a while. Um, Corbin and Ziggler were pretty much non non-elements. Corbin, I, I, Corbin has some awesome looking moves. Like the, I'll, I'll give him that. The deep six and the end of days both look really good. They do. I, I still like Corbin more than most people and more than I probably should. But yeah, those two moves are a big part of it. I like him. I, I, he, I think he's been booked to be somebody we don't like as much, and that's working against him. But yeah, it's, I, I, I like. He has tremendous upside, as Jr. would say, and I hope he gets to recognize that sometime. Sooner than later. Um, the big story coming out of this, and it's not surprising, but it very much is the story we're going with as like the SmackDown story. And no, it doesn't involve a championship. 
Sammy, Kevin, and Shane. Yep. So when Shane got kicked in the face and then pulled both men out as they tried to pin, well, uh, was it Kevin tried to pin whoever he pop up powerbomb? I think it was Cena. I think it was Cena, yeah. Which would and then uh, he, he, yeah, he got pulled out and then uh, was angry and Sammy tried to pin him after a haluva kick and he gets pulled out and it's like okay, I hope both you guys wail on this man because he deserves it and sure enough Kevin accidentally kicks him no no I'm sorry that 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 already happened so then they decide okay we're we're gonna take us out of Shane McMahon and <laughs> and so they they did and uh. No, sorry, I'm 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 conflating things. That happens on SmackDown. We leave Smack we leave Fastlane with another awesome shot of Cena laying in the corner, just distraught. Styles holding the title up, WrestleMania sign back behind him, and Shane just walking through the destruction that he partially caused. So it's a nice visual. Yeah, they're 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 framing their shots these days. And I uh, will we'll go right into SmackDown from that since it's, you know, brand, same branded okay. for now, at least. <laughs> Lord knows what we're going to end up on after uh, WrestleMania. Yeah. So Shane comes out at the end of the show, says, I'm taking a leave of absence. Uh, before I do, here's one more match. Sammy versus Kevin at WrestleMania because, okay, whatever. And they, of course, do not take kindly to that. They come out and beat the holy hell out of him. Yeah, that looked, and, that chair throat thing looked pretty bad. Yeah, so they yeah wrap the chair around his head, slam him into the turnbuckle, and then drag him to the back. As my wife likes to point out, when they're dragging him to the back, he's 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 kicking his legs along to help them. <laughs> She's like, he's totally helping them drag him. It's like, yeah, well, you had to, but also, yeah, he's not making it look. He's not selling it so super well. But they they then powerbomb him backstage on like a piece of the I guess it's like movable scaffolding is what that was. Looks hard as hell. Yeah. Like it's just a solid piece of metal basically. Um and from what I could tell Shane McMahon instantly orgasms from this. <laughs> That's the only way I can describe that sound. I don't know what that <laughs> sound would be. It, it took him back to his uh attitude era days it's like it's not a glass pane but it'll do yeah i did see people saying like he did he did a good job selling that you know and i'm like well yeah but think about the things he didn't have to sell because he went through glass and was just like oh man that hurt and not not that this felt good like it did look like it hurt but he uh yeah he went all hot dog man on us and turned super red and so people are saying that means it's going to be shane ko and sammy and like a three-way at wrestlemania which doesn't make any sense that just beat him up they really don't like him right well but i think they would play on the so coming out of smackdown i think we're still supposed to think that sammy and kevin now don't still don't love each other but they at least, you know, put their differences aside to beat up Shane McMahon, mm-hmm. which, like you said, would be the match. Like, they would put Shane through a table or whatever and then just fight, fight forever. So, yeah, it's I, it's it's weird that it's still their main thing they're going with. So, I'm sorry, if you go off the, if you go off the air with it, it's the, it's the main story you want us to remember. Yeah. And, yeah, that's the only match I can see at WrestleMania. And Daniel Bryan may get involved. And that would, he'd have to be a special referee. Like, there's no way they would put him in a wrestling match at this point, I wouldn't think. 
not this close to WrestleMania. Like you have to have that build go for a while. Yeah, they're not just so pop that bubble. Yeah, so that that's just it's it remains weird. Like it's been weird. It continues to be weird. Uh, got us a fun Shane McMahon moment, I guess. But I he'll be back, I'm sure, before WrestleMania, and we're just gonna go through this again. So, I. I would love for us to come from WrestleMania and he either leaves SmackDown or just says, I will, I sign a contract to never wrestle again, unless it's like WrestleMania. Like, just keep me out of it, please. The show is worse for it. Talking to you, Road Dog. <laughs> I'm glad somebody's talking to Road Dog. I'm sure he gets lonely these days. Uh, well, yeah, it's, it, he is tired of the death threats. If, if Twitter's anything to go on. With people saying I threatened to leave, stop watching WWE altogether if he keeps booking the show. So, no, it is what it is. Um, also on SmackDown was like I said, Biggie, Jimmy Uso taking on uh, the Bludgies, and I, I I thought that was fun. I also love seeing Biggie in a singles ish moment because he you know he challenges them and then Jimmy Uso shows up all taped up and says no. Nah, Oos, I got your back. <laughs> Again, my wife was watching with me, and she's like, "Why does he call, keep calling him Oos? He's not one of the Usos." And I was like, "No, that's that's the Usos version of bro." <laughs> yeah, that's their word for you. Yeah, it's it's hard to say. It's a pronoun for them. It's not just you learn how my to speak brother. <laughs> my actual blood brother. It's just your your Oos. Hey Oos, what's up Oos? Yeah Oos. That's. It was, it was hard to uh, explain, but I think I think I understood it by the time I finished explaining it to her. So, <laughs> which is nice. No, I love seeing these yes. guys team up. I would. I, I think a uh, you would you would need a lot more big dudes. Like you'd you'd need a whole bludgeon family. But if the Usos in the New Day could team up against somebody, I I think that'd be really fun to to watch. Agreed. But as soon as you said bludgeon family, all I'm picturing is they have the hammers, but they put outfits on the hammers. <laughs> <laughs> Little <So>. googly eyes. <laughs> well, like, like a schoolboy outfit or something. Yeah. <laughs> you see Harper and Rowan, and they've just completely lost their minds. They dress their hammers up like people. <laughs> and then still beat them up with the hammers. So, could be I did like the hammers versus chairs little spot. I thought that was... I loved it. I, I I really liked this little program. I I I like the Bludgeon Brothers. I'm way more than I thought I would. I, they're not quite. They're using what they've learned from Braun Strowman better than they did with Nia Jax, but it's still not perfect. So we'll see how it goes. But fingers crossed. Yeah, I I think they could still use a tweak of the outfits. I think the outfits still look too Kane adjacent. Yes, and and maybe make the the hammers a little heavier because when they did set them down or drop them or whatever at a uh, uh, fast lane they did bounce <laughs> like they, they they look they sound good but they look you know like a kid's toy so maybe work on that a little bit but yeah i i am also now in for what the bludgies have going because again they're fighting people we care about instead of jobbers every week so so that'll do it for the SmackDown side. Again, that was a, a large part of, of what happened this past week with Fastlane. But now we'll move on to Raw, where we open the show with an entitled a-hole Roman Reigns running down entitled a-hole Brock Lesnar. <laughs> like, how, how screwed up are the alignments that they're forcing down our throats for us to believe 
Roman is the anti-establishment dude here, and Brock Lesnar is the entitled Vince McMahon's golden boy. Because like, they're still convinced that what they say goes and that we don't read anything. I, I, it's, it's insulting, but it's also an interesting way to start the show. Like yeah. Roman comes back to Roman. So Roman went back to gorilla and got to see Shane McMahon sitting there, which led to an awesome tweet from Kevin Owens. Like, yo, your entire roster is in what, wherever they were shooting, you know, doing a live event that night. And he's like, where's Shane McMahon sitting next to his daddy at our competition. What the hell? Unfortunately, they never actually addressed that on SmackDown. I thought that would have been a nice callback, but yeah, they're not that savvy. Savvy, yeah. I'm trying to think of the word for it. They, they're cross. Their universe isn't that well scripted. Also, I don't know if they read Kevin Owens' tweets. <laughs> they should. He's really good. <laughs> he is very good at Twitter. Kevin Owens is your best best Twitterer, I think. Um. So Roman, for his trouble, gets a, a talking to in Vince's office, and we get to learn that Vince thinks Brock Lesnar is, he is entitled to some luxuries, which means he doesn't have to come to every show, essentially, and also Roman, for coming back and talking to me without me asking him to, he's suspended for the night, so, yeah, that's that, that gets Roman off the show, he gets to take the night off, so no more Roman the rest of the night, huge pop. There actually was a huge pop when he said Roman's been suspended. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> that should tell you. We, we're there. Let's see, New Orleans. I don't know New Orleans' personality as a wrestling crowd, but I bet more people are behind Brock Lesnar than Roman Reigns come WrestleMania. Well, it's also WrestleMania, so I mean, people are coming from not only just around the United States That's but around true. the world to that see this. True. So it's just it's going to be full of the smart marks. So there's it's. Roman will be booed. It's not. Don't don't try and work this into a. a they a, he clearly is getting more face heat just because of the the way they're doing this, but not enough. Yeah, they really need to be smart and put uh, SmackDown Championship last because then they can go out on cheers regardless. You don't want WrestleMania to end on a cacophony of boos, which is what's going to happen if the obvious universal championship goes last it should be the world champion so because no matter who wins that match people are going to cheer so they should they should do that yeah all right so we have four big uh, moments for the rest of raw that will run down the first is john cena saying he found I, i was i was hoping for like the most distracted like just sad John Cena we've ever seen instead he's all chipper and we find out why he's found his road to Wrestlemania he's going as a fan and he talks about buying a ticket and how excited he is to be a part of the universe and then he just I switches something in his brain and decides oh wait I should still challenge the Undertaker one more time so he officially announces I'm challenging the Undertaker to a rat match at Wrestlemania and then just keeps repeating it because he thinks it's under Beetlejuice rules <laughs> <laughs> Undertaker, Undertaker, Undertaker. So I, that's I think still where we're going. I think it just hasn't. He hasn't answered yet. He's going to in his time. I do, along with every every other wrestling outlet I've read or heard this week. I think it seems pretty obvious that. So he he laid down the coat and the hat at WrestleMania last year. So he's not. He that gimmick's dead. 
Like, the dead man thing is dead. So, what do you do this year? He comes back as American Badass. <laughs> they've been showing it. They've, they've been showing it because they also showed the Kid Rock going into the Hall of Fame oh, thing this week. Oh, that's true. So they showed a lot of the of American that. Badass there, which, you know, gets it back in our minds. For, or for people that have never seen it before, you know it's a thing. Uh, Kid Rock will undoubtedly be at WrestleMania because he's going to get inducted in the Hall he's of Fame. He's going to so sing he can, that song as he goes out. Yeah, he can play him to the ring. Um, and it just makes sense. Like, that, that gimmick is dead, so what does he do? Well, I don't answer you as, you know, the dead man Undertaker, but I'll certainly beat you down as biker Undertaker. And, I mean, that's that's lesser Undertaker, I think, but also people have been wanting that. Like, people have wanted to see that version come back before he retires. So... And it's also the version that is, uh, John Cena, if you go to the uh, Uprox Pro Wrestling page, Brandon Stroud did an awesome write-up this week of John Cena's history with The Undertaker, like going back to when he you know, shook his hand and said, good luck, kid, or whatever. Um, most of their matches took place during the biker-taker era. So he's had his most history with that version. So Yeah, that makes it, a lot of sense. Everything points to it. I, I really hope that's where they go. It makes a lot of sense. And it would give us a different thing to see than just the 15-minute Druid's entrance. Like, we get to see the <laughs> ride down the longest motorcycle ramp in history. <laughs> Put the Druids on motorcycles. Combine the two. <laughs> the Druids kind of, like, zoom around the ring <laughs> the whole time. Get one of those balls that the, the the circus with the motorcycles going around, but they're in Druid stuff. Undertaker's in the okay, middle. Okay, I don't... I don't know how big you think this ring is. It's pretty small. You're, it, the, you're thinking I don't think druids, you understand how big WrestleMania is. Let's make it happen. <laughs> you're saying druids, though. I'm picturing Shriners <laughs> and little tiny on t- little tiny motorcycles. Hey, you put Maybe a Shriner in a cloak. It's a druid, man. Come on. <laughs> that's, a, that's a weird sentence, but sure, I'll go with it. Um. I was picturing like he rides down with the druids and the druids fall off the ramp as they go down until he's the only one that makes it to the ring. (laughs) Show how ultimate he is. Uh, Uh, He's going to have to borrow uh, Triple H's special WrestleMania approved motorcycle and it comes with Stephanie McMahon on the back. Just comes as an accessory. (laughs) She's already had her match, but she gets back on it. Like she in this match? No, she just comes with the bike. Sorry, dude. Nothing I can do about it. Here's the keys. Treat, treat her right. No, the bike, not my wife. Where's Michelle? We have a deal, right? Oh, let's not. No, we're not doing a wife swap thing between Triple H and Undertaker. No, thank you. All right. Um, speaking of no, thank you. That is what the WWE Universe said to the announcement of the fabulous Moolah Battle Royal. For the first time ever, the women get to have their battle royal at WrestleMania. And whoops, whoops. Oh, hang on. Breaking news. Apparently, Fabulous Moolah was a piece of shit. Yeah, I had no idea about any of this. Everyone's like, because every nope. news or person that, that broke this story is like, and obviously this is bad because of all the allegations against Fabulous Moolah. If you don't know what they are, go Google them. I'm like, I don't want to go Google them. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Don't make me learn things. <laughs> nothing good happens when I go Google allegations. Yes. 
don't put that in your history folks so yeah i i also did not know any of this i know you know what i i'm a shill i know what wwe has told me all over over all these years so uh go read up on some of it and yeah just some ugly behavior and holding down of other women and possible possibly worse so all this comes out uh, the internet being the internet they you know blow it up and uh Clearly, WWE is, is considering a name change. And then, Snickers, the main sponsor of WrestleMania, gets a hold of it and tweets out something to WWE, essentially saying, you know, we're all we're all inclusive and we, we, we hope for a, a very positive atmosphere and blah, blah, blah. Basically saying, yo, you need to change it. And they do. Heck, they so do. Now it is like, now it's like the WrestleMania, women's WrestleMania, whatever it is, Battle Royal. Um, stupid because they have plenty of other women they could have named this thing after, but it's who would you name it a after? name change is good, I guess. Who? I mean, Sherry Martell. You could name it after any of the other newer women, but I mean, there's her. There's it needs to uh, be Andre the Giant level history, though. Which is why the, the the one that makes perfect sense, which they would not do right at this point at least, is China. No, that's perfect. They should that. Yep, I didn't even think of her. That would have been perfect. Because, I mean, Andre was the eighth wonder of the world. And she would have been the ninth. So yep. She was the ninth. So, I mean, it just it makes perfect sense. I, yeah, I, I know why they didn't and yep. whatever. But we did get a name change. They did go back on that. Uh, I'm guessing they'll just move on with it being called the new thing and not even mention any of that on Monday. But, That's yeah. fine. I don't, I, it's, I'm totally okay with making a decision like that and just sticking to it and just being like okay we're just gonna pretend the the bad thing didn't happen and just just move on let's let's just move on yeah um moving on also but apparently this week we get the ultimate deletion they are not going to save that for wrestlemania we are getting that on raw and it will be a, a recorded match whatever i'm hoping matt hardy got to like you know film it or whatever he did for the previous ones at the hardy comp- compound they show the the compound, they show all the people. We're getting it all. We're getting Senior Benjamin. We're getting Rebecca. We're getting Maxwell. We're getting Wolfgang. We're getting Vanguard One. It's all there. Maybe not Jeff Hardy because say, he's been arrested again. Maybe not everything. This uh, <laughs> man, Matt Hardy cannot catch a break. And it's all it's always just like he's finally getting this push where he finally has full control and now Brother Nero is no, gonna be nowhere to be seen. And which is fine. Like really I he didn't really add anything to me to the the ones that weren't against him. So that's fine, but it still sucks. I think he'll be back sometime soon. Maybe not by WrestleMania, but I, I, it seems like it wasn't a a serious enough arrest for them to really take it too serious, to do anything really too serious about it. So I, I did see that Rebecca, uh, uh, Matt Hardy's wife did comment on it and she said, Hey, Jeff's going to do what Jeff's going to do. We're going to do what we're going to do. Well, yeah. And these are separate. Yeah. They are different people. And you know, anyone who has a sibling knows that you can't entirely be in charge of your, your brother. So no. So it is, it is uh, disappointing and I hope he does get to be folded into it sooner than later. But for right now, yeah, we're, we're going without the brother Nero and it'll be fine. I really hope I I uh, get some enjoyment out of this and that they they don't overproduce it. I think that's the way they could ruin it is if they try and do the WWE thing and not let Matt Hardy just have this. Mm-hmm. But 
we will see. We get to see that on Monday, so I'm I'm excited to see what that is. Yep, super stoked. A very interesting highlight, and uh, they spent a lot of time on it on Raw, was uh, the women's championship situation. So Alexa comes out, and she is giddy that Asuka has, you know, gone on to SmackDown to challenge Charlotte and, you know, not, not hiding it terribly well. And Asuka comes out and says she chose Charlotte because she wants to, if she wants to be the woman, she's got to beat the woman. She does not say woo, which is heartbreaking. Um, and so Alexa says, okay, well, you're fighting Mickey James, so take that. So Asuka gets to be on all the shows and Mickey uh, gets to fight her and look, look, look legit. Like it was, it, it's Mickey James, you know, is, is great. That was like, the best Mickey every- James match in a long time. It shows what she can really do. And she was right. wrestling heel, and it was great. I really liked this match. Yeah. Um, again, I'd, I'd, I'd kind of like Rusev and Nakamura. If we didn't know what the finish of this match was going to be before it started, it would have been a lot more impressive. Because there's a lot of near falls there on Mickey James. It was like, oh, wow, this could it actually? No, no, the end of the streak? No, that's not going to Yeah, happen. they're not going to so, end the streak here, but it still looked good. I still liked it. Yeah. So, um, so then Bliss finds Nia backstage. Is like, where were you? Yo, what's going on? Oscar's out there. And she's like, I'm sorry, but Kurt Angle found me and said, you have a match. So I stayed back here and got ready. And then, you know, Nia squashes a jobber out in her match. Which was dumb. You know, that that was the match she had to, I guess, have. Uh, but it was just to get her out of the backstage area. So then uh, Bliss and Mickey James can shit talk her behind her back. And we get... You know, uh, all the worst things that girls would say about other girls. Like, you know, she just wants to be with us because we're cool. Yeah, she's always had problems with her body image, which is a legit thing for both of these women. So it kind of sucks to be pulled into a real uh, a TV angle. But I, I still thought this was really well done. Yep. I thought it gave Naya and Alexa a really good fight, a really good reason to fight. Um, missteps aside, I thought it was given a lot of time. It was clearly a focus. And we got Nia destroying things in the locker room, but also being very emotional because her best friend was just a horrible piece of crap to her. Yeah. So I liked it. If it had been uh, other women, I probably would have been way more against this. Like if if Charlotte or Sasha Banks were were in this caddy girl position, I'd be like, dude, that sucks. Let's let's move past this. But for Alexa Bliss, it fits the character, so it's one hundred percent okay in my mind. Like, her character would say that stuff. And that makes it feel very real. It makes it more effective, and it makes it not offensive in my my mind. So, yeah. And it let Nia Jax just go to town. And they actually, like, made it, like, they explained it in canon why they were saying this on, in a place where they could be recorded. Uh, was it Renee came out and was like, you guys do know that mic's on, right? Yeah, it was Charlie saying we oh, were going to record yeah, yeah. something, and so the cameras are on, and the mics. It, yeah, there's everybody heard that, and so I again there was some missteps there. They're like, well, that wouldn't really make sense because blah blah blah. But I yeah, they, they have to run out the back door because they clearly know that Nia just heard that, and Nia gets back there and destroys everything. She yeah, beat I thought, the crap out of that suitcase like she ripped she it did. with her bare hands. That was amazing. She did. <laughs> yes, more gimmicked suitcases, please. Um. So yeah, I I like where we're going with that, and we're gonna roll out of here with the <laughs> bizarre focus um, on the tag uh, picture. So we get a tag uh, battle royal to determine the number one contenders, and 
instead, well, first the bar came out and said that they were dominating everyone, and no no tag team can handle them. And if they can't find competition on Raw, they're going to go challenge the Usos. Yes, which on SmackDown, I would I still want to see that match. Oh yeah, that's de- that's definitely something I would like to see. And with the superstar shakeup that's supposedly rumored uh, after after this, we may get to. Do you think they're or oh, everything just? Yeah, I didn't. I forgot about that. They could put the tag belts on Strowman and then just be like, okay, we're getting rid of the Raw tag division and just all tag teams are on SmackDown now. Could, but um, so yeah, so they uh, they say we're awesome. Everybody comes down to beat them up. And that's what sets up the battle royal. There was an awesome moment that I do have to stop and just talk about for a second where uh, Titus Worldwide comes out to beat them up. And Seamus threw up the Wakanda forever. Like, come on, we're one of you. It's very, 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 very quick. But it was very, very good. So have to bring that up. Um, Yeah, if you didn't see it, go back and watch that. That's great. It it did not make the highlight reel that I watched. Yeah, no, no. They you had to be watching live to catch that. Uh, There's a gif out there too. Um, But so we get the that's the main event. We get our battle royal, and as you said, Braun Strowman enters and Braun Strowman wins. So we go off the air not knowing what's going on. Is Braun Strowman going to be the tag champions himself? Is he going to find a partner? People are saying Elias could come back and they could be a really odd couple pairing Um, because they're both over in ways that nobody can really explain or nobody in the back at least can explain. Oh, they know why Braun Strowman's over. They've worked hard on it. Yeah. They they, they engineer. Yeah, they don't get Elias at all. Like, wait, WWE doesn't stand for that. Why do they keep chanting that? So, yeah, it leaves us in a weird place. It also leaves us in a, at least a place for Braun Strowman. From what I've heard, you know, he is he is placeholder still. Like if Roman and, and Brock falls apart for whatever reason, he's put in there. If this match falls apart, then he's going there. It's just he is backup plan for everything. But now their backup plan apparently is to be tag champs by himself. So I don't know. Although, I'm confused by that, yeah. but I'm also encouraged because it gives him something to do. Yep. And it's also... And it's going to be a fun match. I, I I would watch Sheamus and Cesaro in a handicap match against Braun Strowman. I I would honestly they're the only team that I could see beating him. They would have it would have to be a no DQ and they would have to just destroy him somehow and sneak out a quick win. But they they they're very smash mouth. They're both huge guys. I I could see it. They could, they could book that match in such a way where they retain their belts. I agree, but also, if you do that, then he, he obviously gets to hold on to him for a while, or whatever they're going to do with it. But you just, you you negate all of your tag team, uh, the buildup that you've done over the last few months, because all these tag teams can no longer defeat one man. Like, that doesn't make anybody yeah. look strong. Well, that just makes them look weak. It would, it would make Seamus and Cesaro look strong if they beat him, but yeah. The rest of the tag division got just crapped all over. And that does suck for them. Yeah. He didn't just... He, yeah, it really it really was super depressing to actually hear the announcers say, the the Revival's eliminated, so they're not going to WrestleMania. Yeah. That was, that, was a, that was a kick in the balls for them to actually say out loud. But Yeah. Because one dude chucked them both out. Yes. Yes. Didn't also he... worth noting that... Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, did he actually throw every single person out of that match? Did anybody else get an elimination? I think so. 
I'd have to go back and watch it, but I'm not, I may be, but I mean, he definitely dominated. So it's, it's very, very clear and apparent that he is, he is going to be the champions by himself. So it's not, it's not unprecedented. Rick Steiner was the tag team champions for a time. (laughs) So there is precedent. It's just weird. So I think he does well, weird. Well, um, really, really, really quickly going to run through the things that I like to call the stuff. Steve doesn't watch. And Mixed Match Challenge, I think, was kind of a throwaway this week. Rusev Day and Robe Warriors. Uh, Robe Warriors take it, so Rude and Charlotte move on. And they still don't have much charisma outside of we both wrestle really well. Um, it's sad to see Rusev Day fall. If you have not been watching the promos that everybody's putting up now to try and get back in the tournament, because there's a second chance, like, vote back in. Uh, option for now so everybody is cutting new promos and Sasha Banks and Be- and uh, Finn Balor cut one about how awesome their abs are and they have Tony Nese come in behind them and like count his abs just to show off how many abs we all have together <laughs> it's so dumb it's a lot of abs though it is it's many many abs so um yeah go go to their YouTube page or wherever you Facebook and watch all those uh, promos 205 Live again killing it Roderick Strong is the MVP of most things he's on now. Like, he is just killing it. He and Cedric Alexander had an amazing match. Um, Alexander comes out on top, so he is going to WrestleMania. And just the fact that he's going to WrestleMania had him crying. Like, I was saying that I can't wait to see him win at WrestleMania because he's going to cry like a baby. And then he cried like a baby because he's going to WrestleMania. And it's just... It's... It's really good. It's just all really good. They seem to be building towards a tag division on 205 Live as well. They're doing more tag matches, and they have Tazawa and Atami teaming now against uh, Lince Dorado and Grand Metalik. Grand Metalik launches Lince Dorado like 50 feet in the air at one point. It's quite something. So I'll just once again say, if you're not watching that show, I think next week maybe we'll focus on those shows. Let's focus on 205 Live and NXT for a week. Leave the other ones behind as the, oh, by the way, this happened on this show. And let's see what happens. Okay. Maybe we'll do that. Right. We'll see. Tell me we'll if we're see. doing it or I'll... not, because then I'll watch it. But I'm not going to. Yeah, I know. This is, you can't trick me into watching this one. <laughs> they're only an hour long each, too. So it'll be much easier to watch. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> um, and NXT, again, building towards another takeover. So it's awesome. Um. Dakota Kai got to wrestle. She came back. The Street, street Profits move on as well as uh, Sanity in the tag team tournament. And uh, we got to see Adam Cole versus Pete Dunne. And that match ends in a uh, no finish as the uh, Undisputed Era attack Pete Dunne. Roderick Strong comes out and saves him. And this is a, a ringside area a little bit. Pete Dunne and Roderick Strong are now going to be a team in the tournament because Tyler Bate is injured. No, oh, that's a bummer. So they're, it, he and uh, What's-His-Face are supposed to wrestle as Mustache Mountain in the tournament, and now they've been removed because he's injured, so those guys are replacing them. Oh, that sucks for... Uh, it sucks for t- Daniel, uh, Tyler Bate because he's hurt, but it really sucks for Dan Severn, who I, I think is very underrated. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, that's that that's gonna do it. There's some other stuff to talk about, but we are out of time. So, ding ding ding. So out of time. Right. I'm gonna get a bell noise that we'll actually play, so I don't have to go ding 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 because <laughs> it doesn't sound as it's not as in- imposing. But thank you for listening. 
And we will be here next week on with another episode of Pro Grapplers. You can find me on Twitter at the Jason Sigler. You can also tweet to the show at P Grapplers. That is P G Rapplers. However you want to say it, that is where you find us on Twitter. Where can they find you? PG Rapplers, apparently. Uh, I'm at Idahobo. It's the last one I could find. It, it, it automatically made that account for me, so it's it's better than nothing. That is where you can find the show, and we will see you next time on the next episode of Pro Grapplers. I have been a Mason Jason Sigler. I have always been Steve the Shinkicker Shinny. See you next time on the next episode of Pro Grapplers. Pro Grapplers.